Welcome to Mina's Motivation Podcast. Thank you for clicking play. Yeah, seriously, you for clicking play. I appreciate it. Um, So this is a podcast that is going to give you my experience as a black female in America and just my Christian revelations as I continue on this wonderful walk of faith. Sit back, relax, and continue to listen. Hi everybody, I'm sitting here in the parking lot of my school. I get here really early on Thursdays just so I can have the same type of schedule that I do at home. I start work around 7 o'clock and then I forget to clock in until 8, 11. I'm like, I need to clock in when I start working, okay? Or better yet, I should start clocking in the night before because that's usually when I start working. Um, I am a teacher, for those who don't know me. I teach second grade online. And when I tell y'all, it takes a whole nother level of patience. It really does. And I feel like over the past two days, I'm losing my patience. And when that happens, I do feel overwhelmed. Um... So I have to make sure I take some like me time, you know, some time just for myself to relax. Yesterday, that is exactly what I did. I had to get out the house. I wanted to do a nature walk, but I'm allergic to grass and they decided to cut the grass. Fresh cut grass does not agree with me. So I sat on my porch during lunch just to get like a moment to breathe. And then I woke, I came back inside, and then I started getting hives on my arms. I'm like, geez, took more allergy medicine as soon as I was off, because I had a staff meeting yesterday, too. I got in my car and drove to McDonald's, all right? But before I did that, I kind of explored the area around me, because it's so crazy how you can live in an environment and be so homebodied like myself, doing schoolwork or work or whatever, and not get out and see what's around you so i found out that i have a bad daddy burger place around me this custard ice cream place and like obviously mcdonald's mcdonald's are literally everywhere and then this like earth fair like grocery store which i'm probably gonna check out because i need to be more healthy um but yeah so yesterday was a lot i had three meetings Our um, school has decided to move to Canvas conferences, and our kids just got used to Zoom. So, yeah, I think I'll make that announcement today. I don't know when the start date is. I need to read all those lovely emails and maybe print them out. That's what I'll do on Thursdays, print out all those lovely emails. Um, So I also heard, I'm in North Carolina, by the way. And they said that we're 2.5. I don't know what that looks like for students, but I know that they are working hard to try to get the kids back in the building. So we shall see how that works. And I know, like, my children uh, would benefit from, like, in-class instruction, but I'm also thinking about the safety of everyone, you know? So we want to make sure that they're safe. Even though it's a pain to teach online, let's be real. For my teachers out there, you understand. I will also say that I am growing my love for plants. 
Like, I talk to my plants just like I talk to my fish. Obviously, my fish is more living than the plants. Is that true? Should we value, like, animals more than plants? Who knows? Anyway, I brought a plant for my birthday, and Harris Teeter hooked me up because it was some, like, thank you credit, and they applied it to my order, so I didn't have to pay anything. I was like, thank you. I appreciate it, you know? So I got a foliage plant. I have to find the specific name. I'll do that at some point. And then I have a couple of succulents. I have a King Kong coleus. I have a bamboo plant and an orchid. I actually have three bamboo plants, actually. So, I mean, it's a lot of plants going on in my house. And I really like it because it provides me with more oxygen, you know. So, it's a nice little greenhouse type vibe because <laughs> I have a lot of plants, you know, and I like them. I need to work on, like, taking better care of them, but, like, I water them, I talk to them, I check on them, you know. So, I think that just gives me something to care for, and I really, really like that. Um, so, I was, I went to my counseling session yesterday, and she felt that I was in a lot of different things. Now, this is actually true. Let me tell y'all a list of stuff I'm trying to do each week. So, one, I go to work. I work from, my hours are 8 a.m. to 3.30. But the reality of how much I work is probably like 7 o'clock to 5 o'clock some days. So, let's just let that sit. Then, on Saturdays... I go to work at Harris Teeter for about five to six hours, which doesn't seem that bad. Then on Sundays, I do vertical, which is like a organization where I mentor high school girls. In the midst of that, I'm part of Be The Bridge group, and that group has us on three months of listening and learning. So I'm listening to podcasts, reading books, learning more about social justice, figuring out how it can be a a vessel for change, all of this. And now I've started something else, which is called Forward at my church. So that's basically Tuesday nights where I go and I learn more about how I can move forward And basically not let go of my past, but just heal from it. So I really like that whole class thing or whatever. It's a lot. And I'm trying to read like spiritual books and learn and grow in my faith. So for any person, that sounds like a lot, you know. And my counselor asked, why are you trying to do so many things? And I kind of told her, well, I'm in this moment where I'm trying to figure out what makes me happy because I've been living for other people for the longest. Like their words would be in my head like, oh, my gosh, I need to do this because they expect me to do this. And, you know, I'm just trying to figure out what I want. And I think one thing that will help me not feel so overwhelmed is just to focus on. uh, I would say me. Because I'm, I'm, I need to work on this, but sometimes I can be a people pleaser. But I'm realizing I can't please everybody, you know? And if they don't like my authentic self, that has to do with them. 
However, what I'm also noticing is in social situations, I'll have like negative self-talk and that will actually affect me and how I connect with that person. Because I'm over here saying, I'm not good enough. I'm less than. Speaking of my negative self-talk, yesterday I had a... (laughs) I had a, not necessarily a revelation, but we kind of like figured out why I'm trying to do so much. And one of the foundations is this feeling of being inadequate, being deficient, and not being good enough. So to combat these thoughts, uh, my counselor came up with these affirmations. And the first one is, I am enough. I am adequate. And I am not deficient. And I would like to add, I'm not deficient because of ones and twos on my freaking evaluation. I'm not inadequate because I don't look like other people in my field I am enough where I am I have to tell myself that I'm preaching to myself right now Kamina you are enough where you are you are enough you don't have to prove anything to anybody you are enough to God continue growing that relationship with him and don't allow the world to make you feel like you're not enough Don't allow the world to make you feel like you're inadequate. Don't allow a number to make you feel like you don't have value. Okay, I'm done preaching to myself. I hope that helped y'all too. But it's literally so true. Like we talked about the evaluation for teachers and how like that could really affect their mental. And it's like, okay, yes, teachers, I guess they need standards, this, that, and a third. But it also depends on the evaluator. It's like my first year of teaching, I kind of like grew gradually. And like, I was like maybe a couple ones and then mostly twos. But then I go to my second year with the new principal who's extremely strict, who wants it a certain way. And it goes like to ones. I'm like, what the freak is going on here? You know, like, what is going on? And then, like, when you ask him, okay, give me an example of how you exemplified this. And that's not even an attack. It's just I want to see an example so I can not even change. I mean, obviously change some things to make it better. But see what you're looking for. Because it's so subjective, you know. And then, like, he gathered everybody who's doing these evaluations To make sure that if they see this, then it will be this number or this number or this number. I'm like, okay. It's real in these streets for teachers. Let me enlighten you just a bit. So we have to work with the standard, lesson plan, work with the students, work with the parents, work with admin. Think about the policies that they they put in place. Testing. Oh my goodness, that's a whole nother ball game, okay? Co-work relationships. That's a whole different ball game. Because you work in teams and teaching, right? So you have to be in constant communication or you should be. Obviously, you can choose to be a hermit. That's your prerogative. But it's a lot. And then it's like they keep giving you more and more and more and more things to do. 
And then what happens is it pulls the joy of teaching out of teachers. And I experienced that last year with all the freaking testing in third grade. They have to get ready for this test and this test and this and this. And I'm like, are you serious? Are we serious right now? It's crazy. That's why I'm so thankful that I have little cousins that are school age. And they help me continue my passion for teaching because I get to teach with them. And it's fun. And they get to learn some things too, you know? And I love those kids. Oh my gosh, I saw them, what was it, Saturday? And I gave them a hug, and I was like, oh my gosh, I miss students. They're literally like my makeshift students until I get to see my babies, my kids. I don't have any kids, like, biologically yet. Um, No, I'm not pregnant. Um, But in the future, I'm going to have some mixed babies with my boyfriend, Eric. I'm so excited. Oh, by the way, my birthday was two days ago, guys. Thank you. Thank you for the belated birthday wishes in advance. So let me tell you about my birthday a little bit. I have about two more minutes before I go in because it's 7 o'clock over here. Um... It was kind of like saddening, but also like I was just blessed and grateful that I made it because like I'm literally thinking about my black brothers and sisters who didn't my black brothers and sisters who died, who we don't know who died unjustly, you know, like we don't know who all the people who died and let's even go back to slavery. So it's like people died in order for me to be where I am so I'm like standing on their backs you know and I think the beauty of blackness and the beauty of me accepting myself is just this whole idea of resilience like I made it I'm a survivor you know and yes I know we're not as bad as slavery it's gotten better all these excuses that we have to not focus in on social justice right now I get that but I'm also taking a mental note and and an acknowledgement of the people before me who didn't make it and I'm so grateful to be a teacher because even when we think of testing Some black folks may not have had the same education that I have. I'm thankful that my mom put me in decent schools, you know. Um, And that sets them up for failure later on. Because I've talked to an African-American woman at Harris Teeter. And she could not pass the, the education exam. How much of that is the fact that our schools weren't teaching her what she needed? Or, like, she was left behind because of her skin, because of the environment. I mean, it may not have been the case, but it is the case for so many African Americans, right? So, just all of that was kind of in my head yesterday. It was stressful a little bit as it related to my students and this technology and trying to show a second grader how to go here and here and here. It's a lot, right? So, yeah. Overall, yesterday was pretty good, though. Wait, no, yesterday wasn't my birthday. My birthday was two days ago. <laughs> um, We went to this African Afrocentric shop. 
me and Eric did. And what I will say, and I think I did, oh, I didn't apologize. I need to. I was like, babe, I don't even know if I want you to go with me because, like, you're just going to, like, you're white and I don't even know if I want to take you to this place. And it was this just fear of my people, black people not accepting me because I'm in love with the white person, you know? So just that fear, I kind of projected on Eric and it wasn't okay. So eventually we did go and we really enjoyed ourselves. We talked about like the black books that we're going to show our kids. I even brought two black books. I brought the Black Red Riding Hood. No, the grandma does not die. Okay. I love that book. And then I brought the Black ABCs book. And I was like, okay, this is nice. I'm glad that they have children's books that reflect what our kids are probably going to look like, you know? And then, like, we learned about um, just the different candles, different meanings. There was this nice-smelling mint in there. I'm going to get some next month when my paycheck hits. I know. It's the beginning of the month, but I don't want to spend all my money. You know, I'm trying to budget over here. Um, but overall it went good. We went to Harris Teeter and he brought me some sushi, even though it showed up free. I was like, okay, cool. And, um, then I ate some cupcakes. I literally ate four cupcakes yesterday (laughs) and I brought a plant and then I talked to my mom and my brother and just other people. So it was nice. Well, guys, it is 659 and I have to go to work. So I will talk to you guys later. Bye.